feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Breaking news, WABC. And this is Rita Cosby. This is a special programming tonight with this big breaking news that now former President Donald Trump will be the first former president in American history to be criminally charged. He has been indicted by the Alvin Bragg Grand Jury in New York. Bill O'Reilly is going to be joining us later on in this hour. Of course, this is a historic day, and many believe a very sad day for American justice. We're going to be taking your calls throughout the hour, and we have the best analysis anywhere. As I mentioned, Bill O'Reilly is going to be joining us later on in this hour. We will also hear tonight from Rudy Giuliani, Jesse Benal, who is also another former Trump attorney, and also Professor Alan Dershowitz is going to be giving us his take on what is now the first former president, to be criminally indicted. And these come from unprecedented charges stemming from alleged hush money, hush money payments back in 2016. We had heard that the Alvin Bragg grand jury was probably taking a break for several weeks, that his case was falling apart. And then suddenly, just a few hours ago, we got word that indeed the jury did vote to indict former President Trump. He released a statement as well. We're going to be playing that and some comments about that shortly. News is coming in fast and furiously. First off, here is Alina Haba, who is one of President Trump's attorneys, reacting to this stunning news. Selective prosecution by the Soros-backed, in many cases, DAs, who are trying to prove in a last this, you know, their last effort to prove that they are a far left progressive before they're voted out of their offices. And I think that that is really the theme here. We've got uh, Jack Smith, as you mentioned, D.A. Alvin Bragg. We've got Letitia James, which I handle in New York. These are political figures fighting the leading political candidate. So in many regards, no, they're, they're pretty much the same and they're all based in nothing. And they're all uh, people trying to find a reason to try and remove Donald Trump as uh, the future president of this country again. Stunning news. And now we are told that the NYPD is also on full alert, told to be in uniform. There are also reports tonight that President Trump is set to, quote, turn himself in next Tuesday. A number of news agencies are saying that. We are also waiting to see when this indictment would be unsealed. He would likely be arraigned, obviously, next Tuesday. That is the timetable. He is there in Florida, Mar-a-Lago. We know that he is meeting tonight with a number of his attorneys. I've been in touch with several of them this evening. They are doing an emergency meeting. It sounds like this came out of the blue even for the Trump team as well. What does this do to American justice? Is this the case that you basically break American precedent and hundreds of years where you say you're not going to go after either a current or former president? Is it on a weak case like this over what looks like a business deal? And this district attorney who typically basically drops felonies to misdemeanors now is trying to create a misdemeanor 
and bumping up to a felony and go after the former president of the United States. This is a stunning moment, and we want to get your reaction tonight. It's 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. We've had Bob Costello here on the show who said Alvin Bragg doesn't have anything. He says Michael Cohen is a liar, and that is basically who this case is based on. So is this the case that you're going to base, basically break American jurisprudence and now set a new standard? Some people are saying this is one of the lowest moments in the American Constitution. And for me, this personally, I think, is a horrible precedent. We have gone down a path of no return based on this indictment. That is my opinion, and I think it is a stunning terrible moment for american justice what are your thoughts everybody we are doing a special coverage with this unprecedented news 1-800-848-9222 1-800-848-9222 here is brett bear on fox news reading the statement that came in from president trump just a little bit ago saying he is outraged is political persecution and election interference at the highest level in history. From the time I came down the golden escalator at Trump Tower, and even before I was sworn in as your president of the United States, the radical left Democrats, the enemy of the hard-working men and women of this country, have been engaged in a witch hunt to destroy the Make America Great Again movement. You remember it just like I do. Russia, 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 <clears throat> the Mueller hoax, excuse me, <clears throat> Ukraine, 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 impeachment hoax one, impeachment hoax two, the illegal and unconstitutional Mar-a-Lago raid, and now this. The Democrats have lied, cheated, and stolen in their obsession with trying to get Trump, but now they've done the unthinkable, indicting a completely innocent person in an act of blatant election interference. Never before in our nation's history has this been done. The Democrats have cheated countless times over the decades, including spying on my campaign, but weaponizing our justice system to punish a political opponent who just so happens to be a president of the United States and by far the leading Republican candidate for president has never happened before ever. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, who was handpicked and funded by George Soros, is a disgrace. Rather than stopping the unprecedented crime wave taking over New York City. He's doing Joe Biden's dirty work, ignoring the murders and burglaries and assaults he should be focused on. This is how Bragg spends his time. I believe this witch hunt will backfire massively on Joe Biden. The American people realize exactly what the radical left Democrats are doing here. Everyone can see it. So our movement and our party United and strong, we'll first defeat Alvin Bragg, and then we will defeat Joe Biden, and we are going to throw every last one of these crooked Democrats out of office so we can make America great again. And that is the statement again from former President Donald Trump. Again, there are multiple reports that he is expected to, quote, turn himself in next Tuesday for an arraignment in New York. And joining us now here live on the special coverage on 77 WABC is the great Bill O'Reilly. Uh, Bill, what an unbelievable uh, day. What is your reaction? Well, first of all, it's terrible for the country and everybody in New York listening to us. And it's, it's awful. 
um, because it just engenders more hatred between um, Americans who support Trump and those who don't. So that's the headline for me. We're already in a polarized uh, country where there's a lot of bitterness in political areas, and now it's going to be uh, 10 times more. And um, I'm not going to try the case on uh, WABC because I don't know what the indictment says. It's sealed. So we don't know what they're uh, alleging. But I do know that um, the former DA, uh, before Alvin Bragg, wouldn't bring the case, and the feds wouldn't bring the case. So that tells you something. And Alvin Bragg is the worst district attorney in the history of New York City, I think, uh, because he won't prosecute criminals. I mean, violent criminals, felons, Rita. You know, he he's prosecuted 35 percent fewer felons than his predecessor did. 35 percent. So to me, this whole thing is unnecessary. And it is going to cause tremendous amount of bitterness in this country. You know, uh, Bill, you bring up a really powerful point about Alvin Bragg, too, because this is a guy, as you brought up, uh, you know, 35 percent fewer felonies than his predecessor, Cy Vance. Um, And yet here he's trying to create something that as we're hearing about it, and again, we don't know all the details, but as it seems, creating something that never is prosecuted into a misdemeanor and then bumping it up to a felony. The, The irony and the politicization just seems blaring here. I don't, I don't think there's any doubt that this is politics um, because he doesn't have to bring the case. And, yeah, there's a, something to be said for no one's above the law. But I think the same thing can apply to somebody who stabs somebody in New York City and uh, Bragg doesn't charge him. You know, I mean, that could apply. It's prosecutorial discretion. So there's something wrong here, Rita, but again, I don't want to get too deep into the case until I see the unsealed indictment. I think that's a fair thing to do. Now, as far as Trump is concerned, they were caught by surprise, as was I. I mean, I'm, I'm down here in Washington, D.C., doing a benefit for the Best Friends Foundation, which mentors at-risk inner-city kids. And I've supported this organization for decades. So I got pulled out to do television and now you in my time slot on WABC. So I'm happy to do it. And Rita, by the way, if you want to take calls or something, I'll be happy to do that with you. I know you're on, uh, you got a lot of time tonight. Um, But the overarch of this story is that it makes the United States look terrible all over the world. You know, she and Putin are uh, drinking champagne tonight. That's number one that it polarizes Americans themselves, even in families, they'll be yelling and screaming at each other, and that all of this really wasn't necessary for this kind of a low-level beef. And that's what it is. It's a low-level beef. No matter what is in that indictment, it doesn't rise to destroying the political system, which is what's happening. And it could work to Trump's benefit, depending on how he plays it. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. And everybody, we're talking to the great Bill O'Reilly, of course. This is his time slot. We've got the big breaking news tonight with this development of the indictment against President Trump. Bill, you know, some of the new polls I was seeing just a few hours ago before this news broke, 
um, showing that he has really skyrocketed in the polls even before this indictment. Um, and that his basically lead over DeSantis in a number of polls was widening. Where do you see the impact? Do you definitely see that this will help him? Because I think a lot of people on all sides of the political spectrum are saying, like you said, uh, you know, this is a, a minor, a low level beef. New Fox poll, and that's never friendly to Trump, is out today. And Trump has widened his lead over DeSantis. And then there's a Harvard-Harris poll out, which is a pretty reliable poll, that says Trump beats Biden if the election were held today by four points. Short term, this politically will help Trump because there are many independent voters who will see it as a persecution, not a prosecution. Long term, it's bad for Trump's legacy, that's for sure, and that's why he's really angry about it. Um, because he'll go down in history as the first indicted president, former president. Uh, so long term, not good for Trump. Short term, might get a significant bump. You know, the primaries, Rita, are um, what? Now we got uh, nine months away. Um, we got a very weak president. Trump looks like he'll get the nomination on the Republican side. DeSantis did something very interesting tonight. I don't know whether you caught it or not. Yeah, I did. But yeah. he put out a statement that said that the state of Florida is not going to expedite any kind of prosecution against Donald Trump. So if Donald Trump did not want to answer all right, the indictment in Manhattan, the state of Florida is not going to force him to do it. Very interesting and a shrewd move on DeSantis's part. Yeah, it was interesting. By the way, um, also just a few minutes ago, Bill, uh, Glenn Youngkin, who some people are suggesting may also throw his name into the presidential ring. Of course, DeSantis, many people expecting to, uh, saying arresting a presidential candidate on a manufactured basis should not happen in America. Um, do you think we're going to hear anything from President Biden at some point? Uh, unless you wake him up. <laughs> He's he's in about 830, I think. Uh, um, yes, I think Biden will issue a statement tomorrow. He almost has to. And he'll issue a statement that says nobody's above the law. That's what he's going to say. I can predict it right now because I understand uh, who Joe Biden is and what his machine will do. But then he'll step aside and say, well, you know, I'm the president. I can't get involved with this, but nobody's above the law. And uh He's not going to harpoon Trump like Barack Obama is doing in Australia. Um, and people don't know about that. But Obama's really, really wailing on Trump overseas. Um, but it doesn't really matter because it's not Biden running against the Republican, whether it's DeSantis or Trump. Biden's running against the grocery store. That's who Biden's running against. And people have had it. Everybody has to eat, and we all know how much we're paying for food. Yeah, you're right. There are so many issues. Hey, Bill, you offered to take some callers. Could we go to a quick commercial break, and would you come back with us? And we will take some calls. Uh, we have a full deck of calls. Everybody wants to talk about this. Would you stay with us, Bill? Happy to do it, Rita, especially for you. Thank Happy you. Happy to do it. Well, we love you, Bill. Uh, thank you so much. Um, great Bill O'Reilly is going to stick with us, of course, everybody, during this big breaking news night. 
Stay with us, Bill, and everybody. We're going to take your calls with the great Bill O'Reilly right after the break. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to the special coverage on 77 WABC on this historic night of President Trump indicted, the first former president of the United States to be indicted on criminal charges. It's the Rita Cosby Show on 77 WABC. Breaking news. And we continue with our big breaking news night, our special coverage. This is Rita Cosby also with Bill O'Reilly on this big night where now President Trump has been indicted by Alvin Bragg's grand jury. That's the Manhattan D.A., in New York. Uh, we're going to go to the callers. It's 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Joe, line one. Uh, Joe, this is Rita Cosby and also the great Bill O'Reilly with us, too, as well. Go ahead, Joe. Rita, my love, you're the best. Bill, you are great. This is a day of infamy. This ranks up there when the, um, the Italian immigrants were mass lynched in New Orleans in the 1890s. This ranks with the most disgraceful thing. This is the best country in the world, and this is a d- disgusting witch hunt, and this is going to galvanize my brother and sister American veterans to get the vote out, be it for Trump and Trump or Trump and DeSantis. You'll have the best of both worlds. This is a disgrace. Alvin Bragg didn't ha- indict the ham sandwich. He ate the ham sandwich, and I hope he chokes on the ham sandwich. And you know who's rejoicing? George Soros, that anti-Semitic, Nazi, commie, graph creep, and the, and, the, and the phonies are rejoicing. And this is a disgrace, the best country in the world, America, but this is a disgrace as what's going on. And, Joe, listen, okay. I hear, I hear a lot it. of we your emotion. Yeah, yeah go it. ahead, Bill. Wow. Um, what people need to know is an indictment doesn't face cross-examination or any defense at all. So most people have never been on a grand jury. They don't know what happens. So the DA, Bragg, and his assistants go in, and they talk to the grand jurors about what they believe happened in the commission of a crime. But there's nobody to challenge what they say. Okay? So that's what the cliche is in Dieter Ham Sandwich, because there's no counter to what the charges are. And that's why we have the trial, because then Joe Takapina, a very good attorney, will come in and defend Trump. So people need to understand, because we live in a country now, Rita, and you know this, where all allegations are convictions because that's what the press does. So any allegation, you you did it. There's no other side of the story, no context, you did it. And that's what Trump is facing now. You know, I want to ask you, Bill, too. Um, do you think Robert Costello threw a monkey wrench at all into the process? He's, of course, the attorney who came forward who said, look, I have proof that Michael Cohen is a liar. Um, you know, and he at least presented some side of Trump's in the process. In fact, he said he had like 321 emails and text messages and that the grand jury had only seen six at that point, and they were shaking their heads. It seemed like it sort of threw uh, the grand jury for a loop, uh, but obviously not enough because they still indicted. How do you think he played into this process? I have no idea. 
because yeah, grand jury testimony is secret. Now, there are leaks, of course, but they can't be verified, the leaks. So I don't know um, how the jury responded to Costello. Nobody does. And the only reason that he was brought in was the tremendous political pressure that was put on Bragg. All right. But in the end, Bragg got what he wanted to get. He got it. So now we all have to wait until the indictments unsealed 30 charges and see what the charges are. And then we'll be able to better put things like that into context. And by the way, Bill, are you surprised um, that it is 30 charges? That's what the reports are. Isn't that interesting? 30 charges. That's dozens of charges. And that's a mistake on Bragg's part because the Trump supporters will take the weakest of those charges and hurl them at the district attorney. So he would have been better off, in my opinion, I'm not a lawyer, if he had kept it seven or eight, you know, okay, this is a real serious stuff. Again, Rita, you and I have been around New York a long time. Nobody would have been prosecuted on this charge if his name wasn't Donald Trump. 1,000 percent, Bill. 1,000 percent. I mean, that's why this is so crazy. And to go on a historic route where you go after the former president of the United States, uh, it it opens such an enormous can of worms and such a precedent uh, that I think it's a very dangerous path for this country. Bill, hold on. We've got a whole bunch of other callers. Let's go to Steve, line seven. Steve, your thoughts. Uh, You're talking to Rita and Bill O'Reilly. Great. Three three quick things. First of all, the Democrats are stupid. All they've done is created an underdog martyr um, cause celebra here. They've elevated Trump's status for the election. Number two, the sneaky, deceptive misdirect of Alvin Bragg reminds me of the Japanese Tojo who had diplomats speaking while the planes were flying to Pearl Harbor. And thirdly, uh, I forgot what the third one was for a second. Oh, yes. I once mentioned to you, fear not, America. Um, Marion Barry was elected after he served a prison term to be the mayor of Washington, D.C. And then in the West, they voted for a dead candidate over a reviled other candidate. So what's your opinion, Steve? Steve, what's your point? What's your My question? Is, uh, I think I got his point is like uh, Trump is still in the game. Of but course. Trump can run for president under indictment, and even if he gets convicted, that That's does right. not eliminate him from being elected president. L- listen, in California, they elected a dog to be mayor in a couple of cities. Right. Uh, we, there is nothing in the Constitution that eliminates anyone convicted of a crime from participating in the political process by running for office. So Trump can do that. But his legacy has been damaged. There's no doubt about it. And he's furious. And I know that to be true. Um, And Bragg, as you said, did misdirect everybody by putting out uh, the word that, well, the grand jury is going to take a couple of weeks off now. And then he drops this on a Thursday night because he knows that the Trump people weren't expecting it. And, uh, you know, look, this is just the whole thing from start to bottom top to bottom is tawdry everything about it is bad and it just it does damage to our country but i don't think alvin bragg cares about our country or our city based upon his performance as district attorney 
Yeah, and, you know, you hit a great point there also, Bill O'Reilly, about the fact that the element of surprise, because it came out yesterday that it sounded like, oh, they're taking a break for almost a month. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then here, this suddenly, like you just said, it like totally came out of the blue. And he did that because Trump humiliated him by saying he was going to be arrested. Then everybody got all uh, up in arms, to use a cliche, and Bragg was put on the defensive. He had to bring in Costello. He didn't want to bring him in. And so Bragg is payback. This is payback from Alvin Bragg against Donald Trump. It's personal. Which it certainly should not be when you're talking about the justice system. Um, Steve, thank you. Uh, Bill, stay with us. We're going to go to Bob on line three. Uh, Bob, what's your question tonight? Rita, if this is right, the republic is done. You can't. This is crazy. I mean, you can't say, oh, we're going to vote as we saw that they rigged the voting. So you, have, so you feel, hold on a second, Bob, you feel that we're sort of at the point of no return, that it's that, you know, it, it's opened up a can of worms that we can never come back from. What are your thoughts, Bill O'Reilly? Well, look, um, I don't buy any of that. It's a short term setback for America. There's no doubt about that. There's nothing good about this. Nothing. So that's the fact. What's going to happen afterward, nobody knows. I do know that Trump's going to run for president. So that's not going to change. How the American people ultimately vote is impossible to say at this point. Yeah, it's a lifetime away. Bob, thank you. Uh, Bill, stay with us. Let's go to Judith on line seven. Uh, Judith, your thoughts tonight and your question. Hi, Rita. I didn't expect to be taken so fast. Thank you. Uh, Listen, I want to tell you something. If I was President Trump, I would take a deep breath, calm down. He's in his legal rights. He did nothing wrong legally. Every credible lawyer out there is with him on his side. At the end, he will be vindicated, okay? In the meantime, I think that everyone should just calm down, should not be surprised by this, okay? And no matter what happens, at the end, he will come out victorious. That's why I really believe that. And I think it's going to backfire on all of them. This is going to backfire on all of them because everyone is outraged. But we've got to stay calm. We can't go make who knows crazy stuff. Another January 6th, they're going to blame on us with the Antifa coming out and all the crazies. Okay, Bill, like Bill, you say team normal, team crazy. Okay, we've got to be team normal. We've got to stick together, stay united. The Republicans now have to come out strongly to support him no matter what. Okay, because this affects the entire country. This affects our civil liberties, how everything is being attacked. It's crazy out there. He is the sacrificial lamb. And I'm telling you, um, he's going to be victorious because the law is on his side. He did nothing wrong. Well, the oh, initial, yep, the initial reporting, Judith, is that you're correct in the sense that Republicans are united. When you have DeSantis in Florida and Youngkin in Virginia, two very strong Republican governors who don't, they're not Trump people. OK, uh, when both of them are saying this is outrageous and we're not going to cooperate uh, with Alvin Bragg, then you see that anybody who considers themselves a Republican, even the people who don't like Trump, the never Trumpers, know that this is a setup. Now, I'm not going to go as far as you are, Judith, and say 
there's no wrong here because I need to see the unsealed indictment before me as a journalist analyst makes that statement. I got to see what they have. But politically, you're correct. This will consolidate the Republican Party behind Trump. Yeah, 1,000%. Bill, stick with us. Judith, thank you. Let's go to BJ. Um, Your thoughts, BJ? Yeah, this is a very sad precedent to set going forward. It uh, it, it starkly uh, pits people against uh, uh, each other uh, with old hatreds, and it's a stain our judiciary. He's opened up the floodgates for every state now to politically persecute those whom which they disagree with on a political level, not on a legal level. This is a very cynical play because uh, I believe – uh, Alvin Bragg wishes to advance to higher office. I'm really calling for calm on both sides. This is just an indictment. And as Bill very acutely said, uh, a lot of the uh, red state and uh, a lot of the uh, Republican uh, governors are not going to cooperate, or at least they will cooperate uh, with a very sluggish way because they don't support this abuse of, of our judiciary, this weaponization of our judiciary. I think yeah, in the end – So you're absolutely right. Any Republican, elected Republican, in any state cannot support this because they would be booted out of office on the next election. So it's going to be 100 percent lining up behind Trump saying this is political. It shouldn't happen. It's bad for the country. 100 percent. Okay. So that's a miracle because you had yesterday 20, 25 percent of Republicans who didn't like Trump, didn't want any part of him. Now they're going to be forced to support him, at least in this case, so that Trump gets stronger in his own party. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Now, do you think we're going to hear uh, any Democrats saying this is an overreach, Bill, or what do you think no. we're going to hear? Or, or crickets the opposite or the true. opposite? Yeah, any Democrat who would come out in support of Trump and condemn Bragg would be booted out of his or her position the next election. And that's what I said at the top of this interview with you, Rita, is that this just entrenches the hatred between the two sides. There's no give here. There's very little logic here. It's all emotion. I hate Trump or I love Trump. Love is an emotion. So we're not doing this as a people who are seeking justice. What's the justice here? I don't understand. Even if Trump did it, he says he didn't on Hannity's interview, the latest one. But even if he did, you know, I'm not going to say so what, because you shouldn't lie and you shouldn't use 
money that, that's not allotted to you to do these things. But is it worth this? Is it worth turning Americans against each other? Not since the Civil War, Rita. And uh, by the, the American people been so hateful toward each other. And, uh, Bill, I was just going to say also uh, Kevin McCarthy, of course, uh, the House Speaker, coming out just a few minutes ago and saying that Alvin Bragg has irreparably damaged this country uh, and also saying that the House will, quote, hold Bragg to account. Um, so they are definitely pushing forward. Um, here, by the way, also a statement just coming in um, from Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer calling for peace by both Donald Trump's critics and supporters, uh, saying Trump is subject to the same laws as every American, that a jury and not politics will determine his fate and asking everybody to let the process proceed peacefully and accordingly to the law. What's your reaction to that, Bill? Well, he's a big phony, Schumer, because the justice system in New York, right before his eyes, he lives in Brooklyn, has collapsed. So all Americans are supposed to be held to a standard where they're responsible for their actions. Well, that's not happening, Chuck, in New York City, is it? No, it isn't. So he's a big phony, Rita. Yeah, and I think we're going to hear statements like that. Don't you think? We're going to hear a lot of them. never come on WABC, (laughs) ever, because he's a big phony. And I'll, I'll just to deviate away for a second from the Trump story, this is a guy who came out a week ago screaming about fentanyl and trank, the drugs that are destroying and killing hundreds of thousands of Americans. Chuck Schumer has not said one word about the heinous no bail law in New York or the open border. So how do you think the drugs are getting here, Chuck? You big phony. Yeah, and, blunt enough, Rita, you know what it is. And by the way, it also puts so much in perspective, Bill, because there are so many huge issues happening in our country with fentanyl, with the open border, with the economy, with everything, Russia, Ukraine. Uh, there are so many huge issues. And we're having Alvin Bragg spend taxpayer money on this. I, I mean, it, it, I know it's the, shocking. But, but even worse than that is that the Senate majority leader, Charles Schumer, comes out and says, well, all Americans have to be accountable in a court of law. That's not happening. Right. Criminals are running wild. Right, and where where are they? Right, and Bill, where are they? Where is he screaming about Alvin Bragg and the revolving door? You're right. Of course, I'm always right, Rita. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've known you a long time, and I love you, Bill. You know that. (laughs) But it is, you're right. Where is the outrage? Where is the pounding of the fist of justice for uh, the citizens of New York who are dealing with the consequences of soft on crime, Alvin Bragg, and many of the soft on crime policies of the Democratic Party. Where is that? And soft on crime, Chuck Schumer. So he's the last person on earth that should be talking about the justice system. Yeah, 1,000%. Bill, we're just going to go to one more quick call here. Let's go to Sandy, who's calling from Seattle. Sandy, your thoughts. You have Rita Cosby and the great Bill O'Reilly. Oh, boy. Well, Bill, he's sharp. He's, he's sharp as a tack. He's right on top of this stuff. Um, I am totally, totally 1,000 percent outraged at it because I just think the best president in the world we've ever had was Trump, and I'm 80 years old, so I've been around a while. But anyway, I wanted to ask Bill a, a legal question here. I had heard by rumor, I don't know whether it was 
probably read it, it said it, that most of uh, Bragg's crew walked out this last week because, and it wasn't so much that they liked Trump and they thought it was unfair or anything, but they said it was totally illegal, some of this stuff that he's doing. Now, I have one question, and then I'll let you talk, uh, Bill. Um, uh, would this pertain to what's going on as far as the, um, oh, what do you call that? When something's been too many years, what do they call that? Oh, the statute, statute of statute, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, statute of play in it? Pardon me? Yeah, yeah go ahead, Bill. Uh, Trump's lawyer is going to get it, trying to get it thrown out on that. But the reports about Bragg's assistance um, resisting the indictment are unverified. So it's important to understand that. Um, I don't have anybody that I can name in his office who publicly has come out and criticized him. So we got to be fair about this. But if you want a stat, here's a good stat. In the 15 months Alvin Bragg has been district attorney of Manhattan, about 100 assistant DAs have left the city service, have quit. Does that tell you something? Wow, that is a big number. Sandy, I'll get you to respond to that big number that Bill just threw out there. Go ahead, Sandy. Oh, that's real impressive. He must be a real you-know-what. Uh, everybody knows what he's like. Uh, he's just straight from hell what he's trying to do to my our guy, Trump. And uh, I just and I just love you, Rita. You've got the best show. You're just unbelievable. You're very fair, but you understand this whole thing. And I'm just totally, like you say, 1,000% outraged at this deal because this is ruining America. Like, Yeah, it's not good for America. And, hey, Rita, they love you on the West Coast, Seattle, huh? Not bad. Yeah. Well, you know why? I, I have I have uh, the great Bill O'Reilly with me, so that doesn't hurt, right? No, it's not <laughs> me. It's you. They, they're listening to you. They love you. But, I'm look, fair-minded Americans, Americans without hate in their heart, No, this is unnecessary. That's the word. It is unnecessary. So we're going to leave you with that, Rita. Thanks for having me on in my hour. And, again, I want to explain to everybody that we did tape a Common Sense, which you guys can use tomorrow if you want, um, earlier, and and, because I had to do this benefit tonight for the Best Friends Foundation in Washington, D.C., um, and that's why, you know, you, you're not getting common sense. But it's, I really uh, enjoyed the uh, time with you, Rita. So it worked out well. Oh, thank you. Bill, thank you, first of all, so much for calling in. I know you're in the middle of doing, obviously, some beautiful work there with that foundation. And we so love you, so appreciate you calling in on this big news night and also taking some great calls. What a treat for our callers, too, Bill. Thank you so much, Bill. All right. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Thank you, my friend, very much. And everybody, when we come back, we'll continue with your calls. Also, in our special coverage later tonight, we'll be also talking to Alan Dershowitz. We'll also be talking to Jesse Banal, uh, also Rudy Giuliani. We have an all-star lineup. And how great to just talk to Bill O'Reilly here with this big breaking news night. President Trump indicted. What are your thoughts? one 800 wabc Breaking news, WABC. And joining us now is esteemed law professor Alan Dershowitz. His new book is appropriately called Get Trump. Uh, professor, well, it looks like they got him with an indictment. Well, they haven't gotten him yet. Uh, look, when a Democratic 
elected politician who ran on the campaign slogan of get Trump uh, goes after the man who's going to be running against the head of his party for president of the United States, you darn well better have the strongest case imaginable. And in 60 years of practicing and teaching criminal law, I have never seen a weaker case. I have never seen a case of greater prosecutorial abuse, certainly since McCarthyism, than this case. This is the weakest case against a man running for president against your the head of your party. It better be a strong case. And instead, it's the weakest case imaginable. You know, Professor Dershowitz, I agree. When you hear the surface of this all, it just sounds so thin. Even, you know, it it seems like attorneys on all sides seem to say that. And this is why we would break, uh, you know, hundreds of years of history and go after a former president for the first time in U.S. history. What does this do to basically our country and our Constitution? Well, it shreds it. And, uh, of course, we don't know what the indictment will say. You know, maybe they did catch him shooting somebody on Fifth Avenue and they have a videotape of it. But from everything we know, this is a case involving an allegedly false entry into a corporate record. Let me just stop about that for a second. So there have been thousands of hush money payments by corporate people, by executives, by everybody. Do you think ever in history a person who paid a hush money entered into the corporate records. Oh, the reason I paid the $130,000 was to make sure my wife and family didn't learn that I had an adulterous affair with a porn star. That's never happened in history. And never in history has anybody been indicted for not saying that. So you start out by having them made up a misdemeanor that doesn't exist. Then they go to the felony. It's supposed to be a federal felony, thinking that when Trump did this, he wasn't thinking about his wife, his children, his business interests. He was only thinking about his possibility of being elected uh, president. They'll never be able to prove that. If this were not Donald Trump and this were not the city of New York, any first-year law student could beat this case. But this is New York, elected judges. Is any judge going to have the courage to say, I'm the judge who freed Donald Trump to run for president? Will he be able to come back to his family, to his friends? Or will what happened to me on Martha's Vineyard happen to him tenfold? You know, judges are not necessarily people of courage, and they don't necessarily stand up to threats to their own personal life. And I think that it's going to be very hard to get a jury panel or a judge that will look fairly at the facts and the law in this case. So it's very possible he'll be convicted. I don't think it would be affirmed on appeal, but it's very likely he could be convicted by a New York jury. Wow. And how soon could that happen? And also, by the way, that doesn't change his plans for running for president, right? I mean, he can still go full steam ahead. It enhances them. I spoke to him on the phone. He called me the other day and I said, you should invest in a T-shirt company that that has your mugshot on the front of the T-shirt. It will be the best selling T-shirt in history since Frank Sinatra's mugshot. Uh, No, this won't hurt his chances of, of running for president. The victim here is the rule of law the Constitution, the American people. Donald Trump knows how to handle things like this. I'm not here to defend or support him. I'm here to defend the Constitution. But there's no legal proclivity. In other words, he could still technically still run because he is still full steam ahead, even if he were to be convicted. And and imprisoned. Uh, Eugene V. Debs ran for president while he was in prison. I think Mayor Curley, 
Boston ran for president, ran for mayor while he was in prison. Nothing in the Constitution about being in prison. As long as you're 35 years old, you were born in this country, etc. You can run. So he will run. This enhances his chances of getting a Republican nomination. I've already got some letters from people saying we didn't want to vote for Trump. We wanted to vote for DeSantis, but we're going to vote for Trump just to show our opposition. Hey, another way of showing the opposition to brag is buy my book, get Trump, make it a bestseller. That will show at least that there's some accountability here and somebody's watching. Somebody's looking over the shoulder. And, um, you know, I, I just hope the media uh, play, pays appropriate attention to this and doesn't play the usual game of, you know, we're on your side. There are two sides. There are no two sides to this. Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, everybody ought to be appalled at this abuse of prosecutorial discretion. Yeah, it is stunning. Professor Dershowitz, thank you so much for joining us on this big breaking news night. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be on with you. Thank you. And thank you so much, Professor Dershowitz. Wow, what an incredible historic night. You are listening to special coverage here on 77 WABC. As you just heard from the great Bill O'Reilly and also just now, from Professor Dershowitz with their take on where things are headed. What do you think, everybody? And do you think this sends American justice on its tailspin that now we are down a road of basically no return where something, as Bill O'Reilly so eloquently said, a low-level beef, even if you look at the facts of what they're trying to present basically on the Alvin Bragg side, if you just look at what they say are the uh, offenses, 30 of them, 30 counts is now what we're hearing that Alvin Bragg sent to the grand jury for indictments. So if there are 30 charges all tied to this payment to Stormy Daniels and maybe potentially others, but dating back seven years, is this why you want to go after a former president of the United States for the first time in American history? I think it is lunacy, and I think it's a dangerous path to go down for justice. Justice has to be fair for everybody, especially if you're a former president of the United States. And you have to say to yourself, if it wasn't Trump, would this be an indictment? Would there be any charges? And I think the answer of any clear-minded person is no. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Ralph. On line three, Ralph, your thoughts about all this? Hi, Rita. Yeah, I was hoping to ask Bill O'Reilly if he thought uh, the FBI and the SWAT teams and everything would go down to Mar-a-Lago and drag him out of there like they did Roger Stone and some other Trump associates. You know what? I don't think, by the way, uh, Bill is obviously not with us, but um, right now I don't think that it's going to get to that. Uh, We are hearing reports that Trump would surrender on Tuesday. Uh, Trump has come out, by the way, Ralph, and said that he believes uh, that this is election interference. Remember, he's the leading candidate on the GOP side right now for president. Um, And he has basically said he has nothing to hide. That's what he's saying, Ralph. Just to make make that point, to shame him further. Yeah, although, you know, Trump, you know, Trump, well, I bet you, and I think Bill would say this, too, I think Trump will want to walk through the front door. He'll want to address his folks. Can you imagine? There will probably be supporters out there. And he will probably come out and make a major statement afterwards and say this is a witch hunt. This is a political vendetta. Um, I don't don't see Trump sneaking through the back door. Do you? No, I do not. But I just hope they give him, afford him a little respect. 
1,000%. You're right, because he is a former president, and he absolutely deserves that. Let's real quick go to Anastasia. Line two. Anastasia, your thoughts. Good evening, Rita. Uh, first of all, I want to today is a very sad day for two reasons. One, for those soldiers, the, the nine soldiers that we lost, my condolences to their families. Absolutely. May, may they rest in peace. And also... The, the they couldn't come to a lower point. What Alvin Bag did, it is terrible. Yep, I hear you. By the way, first of all, again, our hearts and prayers are with those soldiers and their families. That's from Fort Campbell, Kentucky, on a training exercise. Nine of them killed in a helicopter crash, two choppers. And also, we will continue our special coverage of the Trump indictment after this. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.